This is Mind Over Money, presented by Waymaker. Today we're talking about communities, how they affect our finances, and why we need experts in our financial community. G'day Archie. Hey Tim. Hi guys. G'day Tim. G'day Lachlan. <laughs> We've got to get a stool. There's that chair Tim. again. <laughs> so, and, I, and I smacked the mirror. Sorry. I'm, I'm going to keep really still. <laughs> oh, let's, just, let's just keep this rolling. No edits. Okay. Today we're talking about communities. We, we all have communities. Uh, in our family is a community. We've got workplace communities. Uh, what's some other communities, guys? Uh, sporting. Uh, I love my neighborhood. My neighborhood community is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Pubs, churches. Don't know if those go together, but. <laughs> then, yeah, they do. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then I, I guess the whole online now, whether that's your Facebook, Instagram communities, or gaming, big Discord mm. channels where you go do raids with your best friends. <laughs> yeah. There's communities everywhere. I'm seeing a lot of social communities. So kayaking, lawn bowls, mm. surfing. Uh, depends, depends where you are. Gardening, yeah. yeah. Um, if you're like a mum, there's like mums and bubs, like mum mm, meetup yeah. communities. Uh, look, there's just so many communities. And especially, yeah, with the neighbourhoods, if you have a good local city council, they'll be organising different communities. Oh, book clubs, that's another one. Are they still around? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually, I have a book club, but it's on Facebook. So it's one of those Facebook communities and people just share what they're reading. Nice. Yeah, it's good. My favourite Facebook group is a bird community, South East Queensland bird community. <laughs> I can just see the no one meme, Archie, bird community. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, so there's plenty of communities to be a part of and I think that's because we are wired uh, to live and belong mm. and do well. Like we do the best in communities and mm. whether you're an extrovert or an introvert, I don't think this matters. We all need mm. community and friendships and and we thrive when those communities are healthy and mm. um, helpful. Mm. Uh, so yeah. I think we talk a lot about community, but also we need a financial community, <laughs> so to speak, because mm. everybody... Everyone is involved in finances. Everyone uses money probably every day. So everyone has an opinion. Uh, But that does not mean everyone is maybe helpful (laughs) to be in our financial community. So I guess that's kind of what we want to hit on today and talk about. Yeah. When we're talking about like what are we going to discuss today and we started talking about what we're hearing in our communities, we started laughing because we realized that in every community that we're a part of, like we just discussed all those different communities, Everyone talks about finances, mm. whether they're an expert or not. Everyone's talking about their latest property story or their hot share tip, uh, you know, all their crypto prediction, <laughs> their economic prediction. So, mm. yeah, we've, we've got all these communities and people love talking about finances. But like you said there, Tim, do we actually have um, specialists and experts in our community? But we're going to talk about that in just a bit. But first, we need to kind of look at what are the influences coming through these communities that we're a part of um, and how, how are they actually affecting us and our life? The common stuff I see and, and hear and, you know, even my brain works the same way is that because we're part of a community, uh, if someone buys a car, you know, suddenly we're interested in cars. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. You know, 
or or if someone goes on a special holiday, you know, suddenly we're thinking about special holidays or or an investment property or shares or crypto. The list goes on. Uh, yeah, so we we are heavily influenced by what's going on in our communities. Yeah, psychologists call that the tribal effect. We mm. we want to follow the tribe to be seen and be part of that tribe and feel connected to it, whether it's helpful or not to us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I look. I I remember back in my twenties, I had friends, good friends, but I couldn't afford to be with them because they we were just spending money we didn't have. And we were living on credit and we just had to stop being friends with those people uh, because we just couldn't afford to be part of that social group uh, with the impact it was having on us and our finances. So sometimes mm. you've got to make those calls. <laughs> yeah. I look, I think we all have people in our world which we can't afford to keep up with and, and maybe we shouldn't keep up with them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's think about some of these questions we could be asking to sort of help us assess how our community could be affecting us uh, in in relation to our finances. Archie, you've been around communities and finances for a long time. What are some of the things that that come up that you've seen? Uh, The classic is, you know, you got to buy this product, Uh, whether it's a a bank account, a credit card, uh, you know, when we're talking finances, a home loan. You know, we, we, mm. we love influencing other people to buy the same products that we buy. I would say that I see that a lot with clothes and fashion. Like you've got to buy this mm. label, this brand, and people can be spending triple the amount on fashion just because their yeah. friends want a certain brand. Yep. Yeah. I noticed you bought, you started buying those business shirts that I buy, Lachlan. I do. <laughs> <laughs> ctshirts.com.au, not a sponsor. Yep. <laughs> So, but again, that's not always a negative, is it? Like you can be saying sometimes it's a positive or it's not always malicious either. So something might have yeah. worked for someone, but it's their situation is completely different. Yeah. Yeah. The other big thing we see is fear. And so mm. people are saying, you know, is the market going to crash or, you know, <laughs> we're going to have problems with jobs. We should fix our interest rates. There's, there's all sorts of things coming through. You know, why, why, why haven't we bought an investment property? Uh, these are all fear-driven comments that we hear. and Usually it's the news junkies in the community. The news junkies yeah. are the ones. Every time you catch up, oh, the market's crashing tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I heard that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and sometimes we need someone to pull us out of that and get us focused on what's really important because we can totally be missing what's in front of us because we're so focused on something that could happen, but we have no control over it. Mm. Yeah. Communities are a bit of a double-edged sword, right? They can be mm. so helpful and beneficial, but then at the same time, yep. they're so influential. So even even the habits of um, how we, we dine out or, or shop at certain places or holiday in mm. certain destinations, all of this affects us. And so yeah. these are just some of the things we have to kind of assess and be aware of. I'm not saying you have to necessarily change communities, but just be aware of these mm. things as they relate to our finances. Yeah. Another one, Archie, I see is just assumptions. People have assumptions about different things around finances, like uh, whether super is good or bad, or mm. uh, or what's another one there? Uh, property is real, whereas uh, shares are not real. Mm. And a classic on that one, I think we mentioned this in the last podcast, was that actually property is just a piece of paper, which isn't even a piece of paper anymore. It's electronic. And so <laughs> nothing is real anymore. But, you know, in finances, <laughs> nothing is real anymore. And I, like, I even saw a comment the other day that we should go back to cash. Well, hang on, 
we've got a whole banking system and a system that works that's created so much productivity. And you know, we're talking about going back to something that never worked, uh, yeah. that kept us in poverty. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, assumptions are a real problem. <laughs> yeah, I, I was listening to a, a lady on the radio there a while back who wrote a book on her her grandma and her great grandma in Russia, and there came a point in Russia for her great grandma where she sold all her gold out of her home to buy two oranges. Whoa! Like that's that's how bad their economy got. Was that she sold everything she had, all all the gold, all all her wealth, just to buy two oranges to keep her kids alive. And mm. so, you know, you can store stuff away, but it doesn't mean it's actually going to work. <laughs> and, and in this case, you know, the great grandmother had kept gold, but it was worthless because what, yeah. was, what was worth money was food in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's another assumption. Hey, people always talk about, well, you read about it in the papers as well, is should you buy gold? Is, is it time mm. to buy gold, you know, move, move yeah. out of shares yeah. and, buy, you know, all that. That's been, that's <laughs> yeah. been going on for so long. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's the classic assumption of when there's going to be a market crash, you buy gold. Where does that come from? I don't know. It's just, it's been around for so long. <laughs> okay. So we, we digress, but uh, all that to say, we have these different influences that come through our communities. Um, mm. But do we have people in our community who are specialists who can actually help us with our finances and, and kind of sift through these different um, beliefs, habits, assumptions, fears, and start to help us create a bit of a filter to find out what, what's actually going to help us move ahead in our finances? Because if we just listen to the crowd, we're just getting a bunch of noise. And, you know, and we're part of that problem. <laughs> You know, we're part of that problem in the in the community as well because we're bringing a bunch of noise, and so we really need people in our community that can help us clear the noise and help us move forward. This is our encouragement today: is for you to start thinking about who's in your financial community, who are those professionals in your community, Archie, Tim, who are some of the people we need to be thinking about um, for our financial community. Well. Tim put on here TikTok professionals, so I, I want to hear what Tim's view is on that. What's a TikTok professional, Tim? Someone who can distill information into a five-second soundbite. Um, Whether they're right or wrong. It's a short form of our podcast. <laughs> but it's nice. totally licensed, 100% Probably accurate. licensed. Uh, not, and <laughs> not conspiracy at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> it's financial community. <laughs> um, so I guess what we do as you know, mortgage brokers or actually financial advisors, I guess they're a big part of our financial communities. Mm. There's yeah. probably everyone knows someone who's an accountant or a solicitor. We, we, we do have, in, in Australia, we do have a lot of accountants, a lot of solicitors. Uh, we don't have a lot of financial advisors. Uh, they're quite small. Mm. Uh, we've got a lot of mortgage brokers now mm. and insurance specialists. Yeah. So, so we'll, you know, we should be running into some of these guys. Uh, some of these people, even even credit specialists, yeah, who can help you fix up your credit score, and we're we're going to get one on the podcast um pretty soon. Shout out to Kerry. Yep, yeah, 
there's lots of share brokers out there. Uh, mm. And one that people probably don't see much of or hear of is business brokers who help you know, buy and sell businesses. Back on the solicitor's point, Archie, um, why, why would people need a solicitor? Yeah, we, we don't probably run into this too much, but uh, there's estate planning. So what happens to everything that you have in the event that you died today? And beyond that, it's like, how should you set up your finances so that you can borrow money, uh, so that you can make investments and manage tax? So mm. there's companies, there's trusts, there's different legal entities that solicitors look after that they can help with. And then they would work with your accountant, correct? Yep. Hopefully. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and, and it really is important that everyone's working together because if you're just relying on one person, say an accountant, you're only getting their point of view. And their point of view is different to a financial advisor, they're different to an insurance specialist, and again, different to a solicitor. So you yeah. do need a bit of a combination to get a good outcome. I guess the word community implies more than one person on the team. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and there's a lot of diversity in each of these areas, even with mortgage brokers. Some mortgage brokers mm. are happy to put through the maximum amount of loan, put you onto a fixed rate, and off you go. Um, here at Waymaker, as mortgage brokers, we don't focus on that. We're trying to help you borrow the least amount of money and pay off your home loan faster. <laughs> so mm. we're we're like other mortgage brokers, but a little different in that sense. So there's all these professionals that we've mentioned, professionals in the finance industry, but are there any professionals that are maybe not professionals, <laughs> if that makes sense? Yeah. The, the two I found is bankers and real estate agents. Uh, and right. that's because mm, both, yeah. both of them are salespeople. They're selling products <laughs> or they're selling property. And that there's, they don't have the qualifications or the requirements and they're very specific to products. Yep. Right. And, and, and I hear people, you know, relying on their real estate agent for their advice and you're just going, oh, this person, you know, doesn't actually have any requirements. You know, if, if the whole thing goes up ends, there's, there's Mm. no comeback on a real estate agent. Yeah. Right. Uh, Whereas with our other specialists, they are licensed, legal, <laughs> yeah, professional, studied. So yeah, they have a lot more behind them. I could go out and get a real estate license tomorrow. Doesn't make me good at real estate or being a real estate agent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other day I had someone telling me that their new bank manager is in their early twenties and they're managing the branch and that bank manager doesn't have experience and doesn't have qualifications. Because mm. they're a salesperson, so it's it's about sales and relationship skills there. Mm. KPIs, yeah. KPIs, yes. <laughs> so not all not all professionals are the same. That's what we're trying to. I think the point we're trying to make there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and look, the, the other thing about professionals is you know we can be a bit dull and dry. <laughs> so so uh, you know don't 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 think we're going to you know, shoot the lights out or do anything crazy that's going to get you excited. Because uh, quite often when we're dealing with professional advice, it's it's got to be deep and meaningful. It's got to be, mm. you know, there, there's mechanisms, there's, you know, potential problems that have got to be resolved. And so, yeah, so we're not always the most fun people. <laughs> 
So what you're saying, Archie, is if you want interesting advice, you need to get onto TikTok and Reddit and follow those guys. <laughs> Slash, yeah. <laughs> It'll be interesting. That's for sure. Get on the Wall Street bets. All right. I guess the problem with boring is it, yeah, it often works. <laughs> But it's yes. boring. <laughs> yeah. Safe, safe and boring. Um, Slow yeah. and steady, boring so, so. gets you the life you want. Okay. Yeah. Great. So I guess we've been through quite a list there of professionals and also you know other community members like family and social. Mm. But the massive question is well, uh, how do we how do we build that community or choose that community or so into it because there's so many different opinions out there. So any thoughts around? how we can do that in our own lives? The, the classic here is you've got to clarify what you want to achieve. Years ago, you know, Trish and I, we wanted to pay off our home and we found a financial planner who had a whole system to pay off the home in less than 10 years. And so we paid for a financial planner to help us do that, even though mm. I'm a financial planner. So <laughs> it, it doesn't, it really doesn't matter. Like you can be a solicitor, but still need a solicitor. So you've mm. got to, Work out what you want to achieve, and then that will help you find the people that you need to get on board. It's it's like mm. if you're buying an investment property, look for a buyer's advocate uh, that can help you, but also a solicitor that's going to help you process all the legal stuff that's going to be involved, and as well as how you're going to hold that investment property that's going to be most suitable to your circumstances. And then that mm. then probably leads to an accountant, and the accountant talking about you know setting up again, legal structures and managing that. So, you know, you can be thinking, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go buy an investment property, but there's a bit involved. <laughs> yeah. And, and quite often we might jump in, in the investment property case, we might jump in and go to a mortgage broker first, but that may not be the person we want to see first, actually. We probably could be looking at the accountant or the solicitor to really start to talk about, okay, well, this is my financial position. Does an investment property suit me? Mm. Mm. Whereas the mortgage broker, you know, is just going to get the mortgage in place. We're needing someone yep. that's going to help us, you know, work out are our finances okay, uh, and you know, how can we do this in the best way mm. over time. Mm. So clarifying what we actually want to achieve—that's the first step yeah. there, I guess—and then finding people in in our community to help us achieve what we want. That's the second step. I, but at a third step, I'd say we've got to work with those people then and engage with them and stay connected to them and be accountable yep. to them. And so they can encourage us and guide us mm. because we just need people. We, transformation does not happen on our own. We need people yeah. on the journey to encourage us and guide us and keep us going. For a lot of people, that's, that's going to be the mortgage broker uh, and the accountant potentially because you know, mm. they're the people that we're going to be engaging with the most around our personal financial situation. Uh, yep. because we're going to pull in the solicitor when we need them. We're going to pull in the buyer's advocate when we need them. We're going to pull in other professionals as we need them, but we generally have a relationship with certain people. And yeah, I guess where the community is so important is that a lot of these strategies, let's say, like you were saying, Archie, to pay your home off in 10 years, 10 years is a long chunk of time. And to stay on track mm. for 10 years, yeah. you're going to need some yeah. people in your corner encouraging you, keeping you accountable, but saying, come on, you can do it. But this is, remember, remember the goal here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, you're going to, you, you know, you see the new shiny object. It's like, oh no, remember, yeah. the, remember the goal here. And that's where community is so helpful and so mm. important and can have a big positive effect or the opposite as well. Yeah, sure is. Yeah, absolutely. Well, 
our financial planner helped us do it in five years. Wow. So, yeah, when you've got that relationship and you've got that focus and you know what you're out to achieve, that's where that relationship becomes really key to actually achieving the goal. So here at Waymaker, we want to be part of your financial community. So mm. if you are looking to bring people into your financial community, um, reach out and talk to us. We'd love to connect with you. And we actually have a, a, a bunch of wealth partners, we call them, but they're the mm. people in those lists that we ran through before. Mm. Advisors, accountants, credit specialists, buyers, advocates. We are connected to these people. And so mm. we'd encourage you to connect with us so we can help you bring these people into your financial community as well. Mm. I'm really glad we talked about this, guys. It is, it is not often talked about, and yet it's so powerful. And I, I hope, listeners, that we're now just thinking about our community and thinking about what's coming through that community, how are we influencing that community, and who's influencing us, and what changes can we make to mm. really get to where we want to go in our life with our finances. And to do that, we're going to need some specialists and some experts in our corner when it comes to our financial goals. Let's, let's wrap it up there. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Lachlan. Thanks for listening to Mind Over Money, the podcast that helps Australians have finances at work. Hey, make sure you share this episode with your friend. Give us a rating wherever you're listening. We'd really appreciate that. And remember that everything we've talked about is not financial advice. It's for education purposes only. It's just here to encourage you. So if you'd like to speak to someone about your personal finances, including your home loan, head to waymakerpodcast.com.au. There's a link in the show notes and you can connect to us or one of our wealth partners. Okay. See ya.